0: July 13th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cottenor.
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The negotiations for Ukraine's path to NATO membership reached a critical stage as the Biden administration sought a compromise. However, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky criticized the draft offer disrupting President Biden's delicate balancing act between his conviction to prevent a global conflict and Kyiv's desire for swift NATO membership. Zelensky's intervention angered the U.S. delegation and highlighted the challenge of maintaining unity within the transatlantic alliance while supporting Ukraine without provoking Russia. Biden now faces the task of persuading NATO allies to endorse his strategy to assist Ukraine while avoiding actions that could escalate the conflict. The United States refrains from officially linking NATO to lethal aid, coordinating military support separately. The summit in Lithuania saw tensions escalate, with cautionary voices advocating against prematurely granting Ukraine membership. Biden's administration defends its commitment to Ukraine, citing significant aid and progress toward membership but also expresses frustration with perceived insufficient gratitude. The differing perspectives reflect the complex dynamics between the U.S., NATO, and Ukraine as they navigate the delicate situation and work toward Ukraine's eventual NATO membership.
1: Chinese hackers targeted the email accounts of Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo and other officials from the state and commerce departments before Secretary of State Antony J. Blinken's trip to Beijing in June according to U.S. officials. Although the investigation is ongoing, it is believed that no classified information was stolen. The attack appears to have been focused on individual email accounts rather than a large-scale data exfiltration. Microsoft disclosed the hack, which began in May, and the State Department discovered it on June 16th, just before Blinken's trip. The Biden administration has not officially attributed the attack to China, but U.S. officials privately agree with Microsoft's assessment. The incident underscores the intensifying intelligence competition between the US and China. The State Department, which has been a frequent target of foreign government hacking, is conducting a robust investigation to address vulnerabilities in cloud computing and enhance security measures.
0: Russian Foreign Intelligence Chief Sergei Naryshkin revealed that he had a phone call with his CIA counterpart Bill Burns discussing the recent short lived mutiny led by Russian mercenary boss Yevgeny Prigozhin. And what to do with Ukraine. Although Burns reportedly raised the events of the mutiny, the majority of the hour-long call focused on the Ukraine situation. The CIA declined to comment on Narishkin's remarks. Burns and Narishkin have maintained communication since the start of the Ukraine war, serving as a rare line of contact between Moscow and Washington. However, Ukraine insists that its future should not be negotiated on its behalf by other countries. A Ukrainian presidential advisor dismissed Narishkin's influence on the war's outcome, stating that there was nothing to discuss with the Russian elite who perceived events inadequately. Ukraine, engaged in a counteroffensive against Russia, is reluctant to enter negotiations at this point as it may freeze the situation on the battlefield where Russia has already seized a significant portion of Ukrainian territory. Elsewhere, the resurgent NATO
1: is strengthening its control over the Baltic Sea, posing a challenge for Russia's navy. The recent NATO summit in Vilnius marked Finland's first participation as a NATO member, and Turkey's support for Sweden's bid to join the alliance signals a strategic shift in the region. The inclusion of Sweden and Finland in NATO expands the alliance's presence in the Baltic Sea and the Arctic, which is of growing importance to both Russia and China. The development worries Moscow as it limits Russia's access and strengthens NATO's defenses in Northern Europe. The addition of Sweden and Finland to NATO improves the alliance's defensive capabilities and makes it more difficult for Russia to stage attacks in the region. It also facilitates greater information sharing, joint exercises, and military integration. Sweden and Finland bring valuable military assets to the alliance, including air defense, land forces, naval capabilities, and expertise in 5G technology. Their inclusion enhances NATO's deterrence and strengthens its position in the region.
0: Thai parliamentarians have commenced voting for a new prime minister with Pita Limjaroenrat emerging as the leading candidate. However, his eight-party coalition falls short of the absolute majority required in both houses for him to assume the premiership. To secure the position, Pita, a 42-year-old leader needs at least 375 votes from the 749 members of the lower and upper houses combined, with 676 legislatures present for the vote. Many are opposed to his party's anti-establishment agenda, particularly the proposal to amend the law banning insults to the monarchy. Despite facing opposition from conservative and influential forces, Peter remains determined to pursue his party's goals, and aims to find a consensus among the parliamentarians. New evidence discovered by BBC News raises doubts about the Greek Coast
1: Guard's narrative regarding the migrant boat sinking that resulted in the deaths of up to 600 people. Two survivors claim that the Coast Guard pressured them to identify fellow passengers as traffickers. A video of the sinking contradicts the Coast Guard's account, as it shows the boat in distress despite the Coast Guard's claim that no rescue was necessary. The video is also filmed by the Coast Guard itself. Additionally, court documents reveal inconsistencies between the survivor's statements and the evidence presented to a judge. An interpreter has also come forward, recounting how witnesses from a previous incident involving the Coast Guard were intimidated. The revelations raise concerns about the Greek authorities' handling of such disasters. The Greek Coast Guard and government declined to comment on the matter. The survivor's testimonies and evidence suggest a need for an international, independent inquiry into the incident, although the Greek investigation has received
0: support from the European Commission. In lighter news, mail delivery has been halted in a Texas neighborhood in Travis Heights, Austin, due to a hawk that has been dive bombing postal workers and residents. The bird's aggressive behavior has caused concern and even injuries as people try to avoid being struck in the head. The US Postal Service has informed residents that they must retrieve their mail from a different location for the time being to ensure the safety of employees and customers. A wildlife biologist explained that the hawk is likely protecting its young, and the aggression is expected to decrease once the fledglings are capable of flying, which typically takes around six to seven weeks. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.